Hey guys, this is the Green Soul Goddess. Today we're talking about how self-love is not selfish and you need to live for yourself first. Now this might kind of resonate more for women, but hey, if you're listening to this, it's for you. This is for everyone because self-love is absolutely universal. So our whole lives, we're really conditioned to act for others, to think of others, and kind of rarely think about ourselves. So when we do think about ourselves and think about putting ourselves first in a situation, a lot of us are really hit with this sense of guilt and often called selfish by people around us. You know, think about it this way, though. Without us, without you and me, our perceptions of this universe wouldn't exist. Like, our specific, you know, universe from our eyes wouldn't exist. And that's super important. So, you know, that just kind of goes to show that we are the star of our own show and we should be putting ourselves first. Because when we are at our happiest and healthiest, our our most fulfilled, it's when we're really in the best position to give help to others and be our best selves for others. So... When you think about it, by putting yourself first and ensuring your happiness, you're actually able to be more selfless and compassionate for others. So, you know, there's been the, um, I guess, analogy of, well, you need to put your own oxygen mask on before you put on anyone else's because, you know, you have to meet your needs before you can meet anybody else's needs. And that's when you can determine boundaries and if it is even your job to meet um, whatever expectations or needs somebody is asking of you. And, you know, of course, there is that line between selfless and or selfish and just thinking of yourself. Um, And that can definitely be crossed. But also that line is pretty subjective, you know, especially in this society that like expects people, mainly women, to be subservient and never think of their own needs. It's created a culture of people pleasers and you know, broken people who feel like they need to fix everyone else, yet not themselves. So then we're stuck perpetuating this loop of, you know, being unhealed and just kind of like letting people stick their fingers into our wounds, you know? <laughs> but we've been, become really, really comfortable with it. We've become so comfortable with almost constant hurting and unhappiness, basically taught that if you're even thinking about your own happiness, that it's wrong and self-serving. It really has become such a society of, oh, well, depressed is the normal or unhappiness is the normal when really that's just very, very wrong. Of course, it's one perspective, um, but that is not our perspective here, folks, (laughs) because really that's a tragedy. And the tragedy, you know, is that self-serving has earned a negative connotation when truly it's just the opposite. Just one um, example from like the standpoint of relationships because that tends to be um really big focus and of course not just like with women in relationships like women as as mothers as business owners and you know so forth but right here this is we're just going to focus on the example of a relationship and especially how it's you know we've kind of come into this codependent culture it's almost expected of you to stay in a relationship no matter what if you notice that the way people act about relationships, it's a forever. And yes, it can be a forever thing when you find the right healthy relationship between two healed people and what have you. But 
there is this expectation that once you've agreed to be committed to another person, that you almost cease to exist as a person and that the other person's well-being and desires come first, which is um, a little bit preposterous. Yes, there is a certain, I think, level of that that does exist for a healthy, um, mutually exclusive relationship, but we've come to this point in society where it's become a toxic trait because we're expected to um, literally lose our identities in another person. And, you know, so of course a lot of these relationships might honestly start off really pleasant and you wouldn't quite know that things are going to go downhill. But if you start off the relationship with no boundaries, then you can pretty much guarantee yourself that uh, later down the line, things are going to go awry. (laughs) But, you know take what resonates every situation is absolutely different so this is just one taken perspective so please you know use your own intuition when it comes to these matters well like i was saying the relationship might start off pleasant and happy and you know it could stay that way until death do you part but more likely it will not because this is um a toxic relationship at the core when there's that sense of codependency that you cannot exist without the other, that your happiness is solely put into um, their actions, thoughts, words, and so forth. And it's because you don't value and love yourself enough to maintain your own personal boundaries and identity that you're seeking to find your love through another person. And being in that mindset, every thought and decision you know, has to do with the other person. They always come first under any circumstances. And like I said, there is a certain level of, you know, thinking of others when it comes to, like, making large decisions, but not every single decision needs to, you know, be up for debate. I'm sure another detailed episode later on that, but there are so many nuances in this that we could really get into that, yeah, ain't nobody got time for that today. (laughs) But, okay, jump to the future. And something happens that, like, makes you feel the need to kind of interject your own opinion or desire. Could be something big, could be something small. Um, Say it's, I don't know, an example, like a road trip. I just say that as an example because I'm totally going on a road trip. And I think, like, if I were in a relationship and somebody told me that I was not allowed to go on this road trip, what would I do? Maybe a few years ago I would have said, like, okay, baby, whatever you wanted. But, like, these days I'd be like fuck that i'm gonna go on a road trip (laughs) so if you're in a codependent relationship and you get to a point where um you're almost asking permission to live or do anything and you have no opinions you're almost afraid to interject an opinion it's like you're walking on eggshells like afraid to voice your wants desires and needs you get to this point where one of two things will happen one Either you're heard and accommodated and your boundaries are established and it's a conversation where you two can learn and grow from it and evolve and, you know, continue to delve deeper into a connection and a relationship and it grows stronger. But with codependency, more than likely, you're going to be treated as if you've stepped out of line. And, you know, there's this sense of how dare you have the audacity to put up a boundary and not indulge the other person's every whim. And if you hear this and you feel triggered, obviously you're being triggered for a reason. Either you're the one perpetuating this type of relationship or you've been in this type of relationship. I get it. 
I have spent a long time trying to heal and grow and evolve um, from this point of having codependent relationships. So been there, done that girl. <laughs> so all of a sudden you're like being guilted for being selfish and trying to put yourself first. And like I said, this applies more than just romantic relationships. It applies to really any type of connection you can have with another human being. So just be really mindful about it. And this is where, like, gaslighting and other forms of, like, emotional abuse and manipulation really heavily present themselves. So, like the road trip example. Say you're like, okay, well, I want to go on this road trip. There's some things that are really important for me to see. Um, whatever, it's time. I've been saving. I have time off from work. Um, really, you don't even need to have an excuse at all. You just want to do this thing. And the appropriate response, really, from a partner to me would be like, okay, well, let's, like, discuss a little further, find some times that work for both of us, and maybe we can add some stops on that trip that I want to see so it can be, you know, a little more exclusive to both of our desires. But then you have some people who would you know you'd present that idea to and they would just absolutely shut it down and make you feel ridiculous for even desiring to have a life or live or have an opinion or anything like that you know and that's where a lot of the gaslighting comes in and a lot of it, it, so we get like really caught up in this cycle that perpetuates an unhealthy self-image and you know relationship with really just yourself so your relationship and identity is dwindling within yourself and you start to, to lose who you are, your opinions, your boundaries, all of this. And all of a sudden it's like you no longer know who you are. You're just playing out this role of whomever this other person has expected you or wanted you to be. And this is very, very toxic, which is the absolute opposite of self-love, guys. If you're losing yourself to somebody else... No, because if somebody loves you like that, they're not going to put you in that position to want to manipulate you, gaslight you, and control you in that sense. That's not love, that's ownership. <laughs> and those are abusers and manipulators, not healthy uh, people in a place to have a genuine, loving, romantic relationship or any type of relationship. And sometimes it gets to a point where the harder you try to break the cycle, the stronger the oppression we face. So this resistance to change will really do whatever it can to keep you on the cycle. Like what it really takes um, is continued effort towards change really no matter the obstacles face. And yes, a lot of the times there is danger involved in something like this. So if, if that's you and there, it's, it's a dangerous situation, take precautions, be careful, be mindful. But if it is not a life-threatening situation, you know, stand your ground stand strong you can either just fuck it and leave you know <laughs> so you're in a position where you're in this committed relationship that won't change okay so say you've gone the route where you've tried to implement change and tried to voice your opinions and put boundaries in but to no avail it's not working so now you're in this position where you're in a committed relationship that won't change no matter how hard you try and the scale is unbalanced in their favor. But now you're aware of the injustice and you're trying to do your best to really honor this commitment for the both of you, you know? Because you went into it, you loved them, you still love them, you really want it to work and so you're gonna put in your effort to try. But 
the thing is your partner has to also be willing to try to work on things and legitimate like put in legitimate effort and change which is not quick it's not overnight but a lot of people who are stuck in this narcissistic manipulation um it's gonna take a hell of a lot more for them to change than just like you know a couple of weeks and sometimes it can take years of intensive therapy all depending on the situation really so <laughs> take it with a grain of salt but this partner um could very well play the role of trying to portray change and trying to manipulate you even further and using their own techniques to um, make you feel comfortable enough to think that change is happening when really nothing's happening under the surface. It's just all an illusion. So you just need to, you know, be really mindful and keep your eyes open. And I know that's really hard when you're in the middle of this situation, but the more introspection you do on your part the more like meditation yoga whatever mindfulness practice you can do to help you to really connect to yourself your well-being and to really just spark that sense of self-love and to connect with spirit and soul you know the sense of belief within you that's when you can sometimes start to really recognize that something around you is not quite right something isn't matching the energy that you have within you this genuine love care and concern and usually if something feels off that's because it is so you really need to honor your soul and like your intuition in this situation but currency of the universe is energy oh everything is energy man and our personal energy absolutely attracts you know matches it attracts exactly what um is meant to be around us so when you believe and show the universe that you deserve or that you know what you deserve and that you won't accept anything less, you'll be surrounded by matches. The higher you vibe, the better you'll attract. And remember I said too, just like be aware because you will attract lower level vibrations to, you know, come and throw you off a little bit sometimes, but it's, it's knowing to let those fall by the wayside. And once you get so used to like vibing on a certain plane, you'll know when you're interacting with somebody that's too low to be, you know, given access to yourself and your own personal energy. It just feels different. Trust me. <laughs> so just put your needs and your desires first. This is absolutely a place where morals and karma really do need to be kept in mind. Because the higher you vibe, like, there's no room for low vibration energies. And low vibration energies are, you know, like, manipulation, um spitefulness vindictive hatred anything less than you know like compassion kindness and don't get me wrong sometimes being compassionate might look very similar to being like mean or spiteful depending on somebody else's perspective but as long as you know that your intentions are pure and that what you're doing is not malicious or actually just like vindictive then you'll be fine it's all about karma you know so just like the energies that you're putting out into the world, um, like your own inner vibrations, your your moral, your moral compass, that's all really important to guide you where you need to go. So you are literally the captain of your own ship. You get to decide what you bring to you. And the universe knows your intentions behind everything. So there's no like faking it. And there's no tricking the universe either. So just be really mindful. So self-love can become selfish and be harmful at a certain point. And so that's where, you know, mindfulness is really important. 
and, you know, being aware of your intentions behind your actions. And there's a balance to achieve that that will be entirely unique to you in your life, truly. Uh, But as you heal and you grow, you learn to become more aware of, you know, where the lines are. And you can see, okay, the border between self-love and potentially toxic. So when it's healthy or toxic, you can see a little bit more of a discernment between the two and know like when you're about to step over a boundary like i said as you learn and grow leaving a relationship because it is in your genuine best interest to do so it's healthy and hint you will never technically need a reason to leave honestly like you can do it whenever you want to if you feel that that is best for you so like i mean like this whole toxic love culture of well to death do us part no matter what and that is incorrect because you don't want to stay in a relationship where it's happy one day but then for like the next week it's just nothing but agony and pain and fighting and screaming and tears and then you have one more good day and then like another week of just shittiness that's that's not healthy y'all that's not healthy Even if it's the opposite, if you have, like, a full week of happiness and, like, three full days of, like, fighting and uncomfortable, you know, just, like, toxic shit, then, like, no, that's not okay. Use your discernment, but there is a certain level of, you know, challenge that happens in a relationship, yes, but you should not be tearing each other down, hurting each other mentally, physically, emotionally, and you should be... I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. That's best safe for a different day. This is about self-love, not me telling you what you should be looking for in a relationship. (laughs) But anyways. Okay, well, technically, yes. What you need to look for in a relationship, how would you treat yourself? You get to this point where you love yourself the most in this entire world. You are your own best lover. You set your boundaries. You know what you deserve. And you won't settle for less at all. And if somebody treats you any less than you treat yourself go away because literally if you can love yourself this much and I'm speaking from where I am right now I love myself a lot like the most the love of my life is myself and if somebody else doesn't come along and love me the way I love me no you do not get access to my being and that's the way it should be is a self-belief thing Don't let anybody else tell you what you should believe or what you should deserve or anything like that. And when it comes to being able to discern whether or not you should leave a relationship or a connection at all, it's all about you and your own inner belief and knowing. Absolutely nobody else should tell you what to do. And I mean, you can ask for advice all you want to, but at the end of the day, you really need to take that advice and like meditate it on it a bunch and see what your, you know, inner guidance and higher self is really telling you to do. And, you know, like I said, sometimes the lines can be blurry. It, of course, seems blurry. So that inner knowing and using your intuition really is necessary, you know. When you're connecting to yourself, you're connecting to the divine. When you have that divine guidance, um, you have a little bit better of a compass of how to act and getting that guidance from your higher self. So the more you practice self-love and honoring your higher sense of self, the stronger you'll get, the stronger uh, your intuition, the stronger your 
ability to set boundaries and act with like loving self-interest is going to just strengthen over time so love yourself so fully because you know that's that's what's gonna set you up for loving other people fully it's all about you first and then once your self-love is you know vibing high then you can give others a hell of a lot of a better authentic love than you would have before so it all starts with you have a good day guys uh stay safe stay hydrated make a list about five things that you're grateful for and just i don't know look at look in the mirror and tell yourself you you love yourself i do that a lot i just look in the mirror i point or sometimes i'll just like gently caress my own face be like i love you so much i'm like it does it it's really good (laughs) so try something like that you might feel silly at first but the more you do it the less you'll care what anybody else thinks of you because really all that matters is what you think of you and yeah that's it (laughs) bye guys